0: Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Is it Friday already? It is. Got big plans for the weekend? Well, congratulations. I wish you the best. Call a friend, tell him he's on the air. Got a good news, information, comment, oh, well, you know, all kinds of stuff. Don't go away. So every now and then we should be asking the question, God, as your follower, what am I supposed to be doing? Well, we need to let go of our control over our own time and talent and treasures and accept our commission to work in the kingdom of God. Number one, how's that sound? Be ready to answer his call to aid others. There's a natural desire to limit our circle of people to people just like ourselves, but we got to fight against that. God asks us to reach out to offer help wherever there's a need for strangers as well as people we know, and then to motivate one another to good deeds. That's a way to start off a Monday. Hebrews 10.24, were to spur each other on to choose godliness and service over worldly pleasure and self-centeredness. Believers are to foster in each other attitudes of gratitude for what He has done and confidence about what He's going to do in our lives. Good works are not means of salvation, but they do affect our eternal rewards. At the judgment seat of Christ, believers will be evaluated for what they did on this old earth. What in the world is going on? So some people are saying, what's wrong with this picture? I don't know. The WNBA star known as Brittany Griner, that gay gal, arrived back in the U.S. after being released yesterday from a Russian detention center in exchange for notorious Russian arms trafficker Victor Bout. Greiner was serving a nine-year sentence in a Russian penal colony after being caught with cannabis oil in her luggage in February. Bout, who is known as the Merchant of Death, stuff that he sold killed Americans. Anyway, he'd served 10 years of a 25-year sentence for conspiracy to support terrorist organizations. He attempted to supply missiles and rocket launchers in in Colombia. Former U.S. Marine Paul Whelan, and this is the, the catch point here, who's been detained in Russia since 2018, he was somehow not included in the swap and remains one of the few known Americans imprisoned in the country. Many people upset about this one and that Biden did it all wrong and he's saying we had no choice, la da 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 It's believed Russia is holding Whelan's release to a higher standard due to his espionage charges, which the U.S. government has said are absolutely baseless. Greiner being treated at a medical facility in San Antonio, Texas, with her wife. Uh-huh. It's big news. Arizona Senator Kristen Cinema has left the Democratic Party, has registered now as an independent. Cinema, in a Friday op-end in the Arizona Republic, cited increasingly partisan interest and radicalization of both political parties as the reason for her departure. Americans are told that we have only two choices be a Democrat or Republican, and that we must subscribe wholesale to policy views those parties hold, views that have been pulled further and further toward the extremes. But we continue to say there's the big split in America. Most Arizonans believe this is a false choice, and when I ran for the U.S. House and the Senate, I promised Arizonians something different. I pledged to be independent and work with anyone to achieve lasting results. I committed I would not demonize people I disagree with, engage in name-calling, or get distracted by political drama. Today, I'm an independent officially. Whoa! Iranian officials have carried out the first execution of a protester involved in the months-long demonstration across that country. According to reports yesterday, Moshen Shakari died by hanging after being found guilty of violating the country's religious law. His infractions allegedly included blocking a road and attacking a member of a volunteer paramilitary force. This whole thing described by some observers as the biggest challenge to the Iranian regime since the 1979 revolution. The new America? Absolutely. Flood of evil? Beyond that. The House passed legislation adding federal protections for same-sex marriage queers getting together and interracial marriage by a vote of 258 to 169 yesterday. Still can't believe our Senator Young, Mr. Conservative here in Indiana, was one of the 12 Republicans originally saying yes to this. Anyway, sending the Senate-approved language to President No, the mail-order President Joe Biden for his signature. Such protections have been de facto legalized following the Supreme Court decision of Oberfell versus Hodges in twenty fifteen, same sex marriage, where's my Bible? And loving versus Virginia in a racial marriage. However, supporters of the bill argued the legislation was needed following the court's overturning of Roe versus Wade on the basis that future potential court decisions may return the matter to individual states. Critics, especially conservative, and there are many around the country, argued the legislation addressed a non-existent threat that wasn't addressed in the Spring's abortion decision. Notably, the bill does not force all 50 states to perform same-sex marriages, but does require states to recognize ceremonies performed in other jurisdictions where that process is legal. Allegedly, surveys show support, for same-sex marriage has more than doubled over the past 25 years. What do you think? I'll say again, you know, the more you get away from God, the more this stuff makes sense. Good grief, Charlie Brown. Keeping up or interested in the royals, Megan and Harry reignited the war of the royals today with attacks on the palace and their new Netflix docuseries. Uh, They were able to make $150 million out of that thing. Prince William was said to be utterly furious at their claims of poor treatment as the privileged millionaire brothers continued their squabble. Ordinary people just worrying about how to pay a bill month to month with the deepening cost of living crisis. Prince Harry and Meghan are unlikely to get an invite for Christmas this year. Many of the family believe there is no way back into the fold For these two, I can't see that happening, right? More news right after this. Well, I've been thinking today about when heartache and pain and trouble, all that stuff comes your way. Generally, we do one of two things. We either turn toward God or we get mad and turn the other direction. One woman whose son was just gunned down said this. I don't want your thoughts. I don't want your prayers. I want gun control. You know, if we think of the Christian life as some sort of a journey, and it is, we can identify a number of points, there stages of growth that we need to reach as we get to spiritual maturity. We all begin a journey in the same place, spiritually dead and really uninterested in what matters to God, Ephesians 2, 1 and 2. And there's really only one way, one way, regardless of what Oprah Winfrey says, to receive that new life, and that's through faith in Jesus Christ who took our place and bore God's judgment for our sins. He died so that you might become spiritually alive. At salvation, we receive the Holy Spirit of God, who creates in us a desire to know God and His Son, Jesus Christ, and a desire to follow, well, Christian things. That's what we're talking about here on Hello World. As we learn more about our triune God, our faith will deepen and our hearts will swell with thanksgiving. Gratitude will lead us into that next step, which is serving God in some way. Growth is really a key principle to any believer's life. According to Ephesians 4.15, we are to grow up in all aspects into Christ. Spiritual maturity begins with salvation and should be followed by a lifelong commitment to be God's servant. Here might be the question, have you dedicated yourself to serving God? In 1957, a young boy was found dead, badly beaten, in a cardboard box in northeast Philadelphia. But after more than 60 years of not being able to identify the boy, Philly police yesterday said they finally learned his name, Joseph Augustus Zarelli. Officials said they're hoping the announcement will bring in some tips to help them get to the bottom of the city's oldest unsolved murder. They don't know who was responsible. And here's just kind of a stop, look, and listen reminder. You hear me continually say that this is the new America, a flood of evil, and worth toast here in this country. Although it's tough to watch, you know the United States of America is definitely on the decline. And at the same time, name even one global leader. One, leftists are trying to make America a liberal paradise like Venezuela. We know what happened there. And sadly, the result is more like a banana republic here in the U.S. Progressives are attempting to accomplish what every other socialist, communist country has ever done. Destroy the middle class, you. Obtain unending power. Create a permanent welfare state. Doing a great job of that. Create total dependence on the government. Remember what Ronald Reagan said? I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Joking. Oh, what a sad joke. It's impossible. You can't have a superpower when the goal is global government. But else is happening? Hey, over a thousand New York Times journalists, they have that many, and the staff walked off the job yesterday in the paper's biggest labor dispute in more than 40 years. Celine Dion, she postponed her tour. She revealed yesterday diagnosed with Stiff Person Syndrome a rare neurological disorder that causes muscle stiffness and, well, real painful spasms. World Cup quarterfinals, that's still going on. Kicks off today with Croatia against Brazil, Netherlands versus Argentina, yada, yada, yada. Well, this one's kind of sad, but again, I say, this is the kind of stuff you get in the new America today, a disturbing national trend of people trading in their older dogs. Why would you do this? For brand new puppies. It's making headlines today. The head of one Springfield animal shelter said it's something that unfortunately happens all too often and it doesn't happen just during Christmas time. It's a difficult concept for many pet owners to grasp, but Pan Peebles, executive director of the Thomas O'Connor Animal Control and Adoption Center, said people abandoning or surrendering their older dogs to get a puppy is just a reality today. It's something that we unfortunately see. The number of aged dogs coming into the shelter is just so shockingly high. Many pet owners wonder how someone could do this at a time when some say an older dog needs familiarity and comfort and most of all, love. Yeah, where's my gun? Not for the dog. I keep telling you on the program here how we need money and grateful for all of those of you that are Ah, contributing, but I want you to know today that I'm really transfinancial, and I'm not transgender. I'm transfinancial, which means I am really a very rich person born into a very poor person's body. I want you to help stop the hate by sending me all the money you can. It'll help resolve my financial identity disorder, my FID. <laughs> I can't do that. Financial identity disorder. I want you to know, people, the pain is real. Help me. I don't like being transfinancial. It's happened. I've been overtaken by GIF. G I F. That's those short animated pictures without any sound. And I don't, maybe it's called GIF. I, you get it. You are sending him dummy cats and dogs and all kinds of things. Uh, I'll tell you what, I have never laughed so hard. There's almost one out of existence, and now they just bury you day in and day out. And I'm telling you, 99% of them are hilarious. Yeah. Go ahead, send them. I'm ready. I've been sending them out all over the place. From my buddy Ted Elm up in Duluth, Minnesota, said a set of storm's coming there. Could drop 12 inches of snow there today. Uh huh. Hey, who said that? So we bring a gay basketball player back to the United States, we leave a marine. Is that disgusting? A woman who word indeed says she hates America, and a man who is ready to die for America. What is wrong with this picture? Here's the thought. Today we make you crown sole ruler of all the earth. What is your first decree? And I always like this one. A Bible that's falling apart usually belongs to someone who isn't. Charles Spurgeon. Where's my Bible? Life 101. Get your Bible. Stay right where you are. Just join the program. This is Hello World. News, information, and comment from a Christian perspective. Thanks so much for joining us on Facebook every day. People are Requesting to be our friend and I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Greg G R E G Patton P A T T E N. We're getting loaded up from the Tri City area and we are so excited about that. Again grateful to those of you that listen, tell others about their broadcast, share things on Facebook, go right ahead. And some of you supporting us financially, that is a great need. As is Christian Radio, the station you're listening to. Trust me. They need funds all the time. So you pray about it. See what God might, maybe a big Christmas gift. Think about it now. Hello World Radio comes your way each day at this time from the great state of Indiana, Fort Wayne. If you ever come to the northeast part of the state here of Indiana, stop by the cross. We would love to have you visit. So we listen to the news, whether it's on Christian radio, secular radio, kind of wonder what is happening, don't you? I keep talking about the new America. I'm always encouraging you to go out and buy another gun. Uh, are you safe with your guns? And I mean, so many things in the new America. And I think quite often all of us say, God, I understand what's going on here. Do you really care? Do you ever think that God is not in control of things in the world or maybe in your life? Hey, God is in control. He is sovereign. So many things happening in today's world. You know, Charles Haddon Spurgeon said, hey, I know all the doctrine of the Bible, but unless I know Jesus Christ, there's not one of those doctrines that can save me. Well, that's certainly true. But I get looking at the world today and the news stories that I'm doing, it just seems like everything is out of control and life is unmanageable. Oh, yeah. And you know what? you've experienced that. Maybe you're experiencing it right now when life just seems to be out of control. Thankfully, during a particularly discouraging season in my life, a friend repeated this to me. Never forgot it. You shouldn't either. Remember always, God is in control. Remember always, God is in control. That statement became an anchor. And I discovered this powerful truth. If you have an unwavering conviction That the Lord Jesus Christ is indeed control of everything, then you'll have an awesome sense of strength and confidence and peace, and yes, even joy no matter what you're facing in life. In Psalm one hundred and three verse nineteen, the Bible says the Lord's sovereignty rules over all. The word sovereign, well that refers to God's absolute control and authority over everything in the universe, my friend. I'm not sure it matters whether I put that suit on or wear a nice sweater on Sunday. Remember, everything refers to all situations. Now get this, affecting other people. How you doing? Many people think a sovereign, loving God wouldn't allow any violence in the world today, any tragedy in the world today, anything to go wrong in your world today. 29 people dead, fires in California. Shooting at a bar with 12 people, including a policeman, dead? Two questions come to mind. Does God care? And is God really in control of all of these things? Since pain abounds, then God's not in control. That's the understanding. How ridiculous. Their thinking is erroneous. The world may sometimes seem chaotic as when God permits illness and war and calamity. But even then, God is ultimately in control of everything. That's the Scripture's clear message. Consider a few examples of His sovereignty from just the book of Genesis. In creation, God, He designed our world without any raw materials and set into motion the laws that govern this world. Genesis 1.1. If He can create the universe out of nothing, my friend, why wouldn't He be able to control it? We have the fall of man. While God didn't desire it, He knew mankind would sin, Genesis 3, 6. However, before the creation of the world, He had already planned for Jesus to be sacrificed as our substitute, Revelation 13, 8. The Tower of Babel, God had told the people to spread out and populate the entire world. But no, they're not going to do that. They disobeyed, preferring to build a grandiose tower and a city to glorify themselves. He confounded their language, which halted this project pronto. Genesis 11, 1-9. They underestimated God's absolute rule over everything. And then the life of Joseph. Though he appeared to be a victim of circumstances for years, there was a divine purpose in all of that. Can you imagine what Joseph went through? We read there in Genesis 45, Joseph could no longer control himself before all of his attendants, and he cried out, have everyone leave my presence. So there was no one with Joseph when he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him, and Pharaoh's household heard about it too. Joseph said to his brothers, I'm Joseph. Is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified at his very presence. Isn't that something? And Joseph said to his brothers, Come, come close to me. And when they had done so, he said, I'm your brother Joseph, the one that you sold into Egypt. Imagine a brother selling a brother. And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here, because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now there's been famine in the land, and for the next five there will be no plowing and reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on this earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance, a time of weeping. Wow. I don't know. I just read that story and I think, what a man Joseph was. His story, a wonderful illustration of how Almighty God, you better believe it, controls everything, even when evil seems to be winning at times. No, God is in charge. So the next time, my friend, that your life seems to be out of control, just remember, let me repeat it again, God is always in control. And now this. The question hung in the air there like a thick morning fog. There was just complete silence. Can you imagine? The small crowd around Jesus Christ looked stupefied, too scared or uncertain whether well, they should even speak they didn't know what to say in response to the lord's question who do you say that i am matthew sixteen fifteen. then as though some invisible hand flipped a switch there bringing him into perfect awareness simon peter's head shot up he looked jesus in the eye and declared you are the christ the son of the living god peter hit the nail right on the head Calling Jesus Christ and God's Son was a big deal in biblical times. Such a statement led to the death of many brave believers as the Jewish and Roman soldiers persecuted Christians who were willing to take a stand for their faith. Even those who walked side by side with Jesus and excitedly took part in His ministry sometimes hesitated to call Him Christ. It was a huge risk, so they sometimes, while they remained silent while continuing to work for the kingdom. Is there a disparity between what you profess with your mouth and what you're doing for the kingdom? Jesus calls us to be complete in testimony and in deed. Think about that today. Uh, time moves on. Got all your Christmas shopping done yet? Oh, congratulations. Got the tree up? Well, congratulations. I'm I'm happy for you. And finally, I'm, I'm just kind of in that mood today. Why do all of the professional athletes (laughs) think that I should care about what they think about anything? If I wanted advice from someone who chases a ball, I'd ask my dog, Jax. (laughs) Oh, it's good. And once more reading here about a Pennsylvania man who's suing smart water for not making him smart. I'd like today to formally announce my lawsuit against Thin Mints. <laughs> okay, okay. Hello, world. It comes to you each day at this time. We're grateful that this local radio station carries the broadcast. You can also hear us on the Internet. You can go to gregpatton.com and hear last year's message today at this time. Oh, it's good stuff. gregpatton.com. Are we friends? Okay. Greg, Jerry, G. Patton, P-T-T-E-N on Facebook. Thank you for the things you send. Hopefully you're getting something out of what we put on. Well, as we always say, have to say for another day. Trust you're going to have a great weekend, my friend. Be in church, absolutely. Until Monday, going to miss you. And that's the way it is, Friday, December the 9th, 2022.